Women Taking the Lead, Episode 86. And what I've found in my work as a career coach over the years is one of the most powerful things that I give to my clients is a sense of community when I connect them with others, the ability to say, wow, I didn't know other people felt so alone. I didn't know other people felt so afraid. And the ability to just talk about it releases some of those fears. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to get the solutions to your top five leadership challenges. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Women Taking the Lead. And I am here with my second repeat guest. If you'll remember, way back in April, I had Christy Mims from the Revolutionary Club on. Well, she's back because this is an exciting time of year to talk about careers. So let me do a little intro for her and then we'll get her on the mic so you can hear more from her. My good friend, Christy Mims, is the founder and CEO of the Revolutionary Club, the number one destination for smart women who are unwilling to settle for anything less than career happiness. Compassionate, caring, and a little kick-ass, Christy is here to make sure that you love what you do. Note, life is too short not to love what you do. She's a certified professional coach and recovering consultant with a background working for Fortune 500 companies. Christy has been there, done that, and worn those uncomfortable shoes. She's dispensed career advice for Forbes, LearnVest, Brazen Careerist, Yahoo, and many more, and can be seen speaking at the University of Virginia, the Daily Muse, Women for Hire, the U.S. Army, and a variety of other organizations. Wow, Christy, you've really built up your resume since the last time we chatted. So tell us a little bit more about what you have going on in your world. Oh, what I have going on in my world. Well, I am thinking about everyone uh, who's starting off this new year with a New Year's resolution to get a new job. And I'm thinking about how to help them and make sure that 2016 is the year that you finally wake up and find work that you love because we spend so much time at work. You might as well enjoy it, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And Christy, one thing um, that always stands out for me about you, especially when you're talking, is you say over and over again, like your career is not a set it and forget it type of thing. You really cannot go on autopilot in your career. It's like a garden. It needs attention and nurturing. You have to weed it, water it, plant it. So why why is that? Well, for a variety of reasons, I talk about this. I think a lot of us We treat our careers much like Disney treats love in that we feel like if we can just get the dream job, then, you know, the movie ends, the curtain comes up and life is wonderful from that point out. But that's not the case. Um, You know, your career is something that's going to span 50 years maybe even longer, given uh, depending on how old you are right now. We're going to work for longer than our parents' generation did. Um, And it's not a bad thing because when you work and you enjoy your work, you tend to live a healthier, more um, interesting and more engaged life. So it's not bad to want to work for a long time. But if you're working for a long time, you need to enjoy it. And the thing is, and the reason why I stress that you need to treat your job like a plant and water it and really treat it holistically and grow it all the time is because you change over the course of your 
lifetime. Like what you're interested in at age 20 is probably not what you're interested in at age 50, the same way like what you choose to wear as a teenager is not what you choose to wear as a, as a professional working adult. I mean, I can look back at photos and see some bad choices in my history. Um, and so because you change, so, so do your interests, so does your work. And you need to constantly be watering your career if you want it to grow and to remain interesting and fulfilling to you because what is interesting and fulfilling to you now might not be five years from now or 10 years from now. And coupled with all of that, the economy changes and jobs that we have now, like social media director, marketing analytics director, things like that, they didn't exist 10 years ago, right? Um, you know, new jobs, new opportunities come online all the time. Companies change the way they do work. And so if you want to be someone whose career is seamless and um, easy in terms of getting work that you like, you need to constantly be thinking about it and investing in where you want to go next in your strategy and in your skill set and education for what will get you there. And in maintaining true to what, what you actually like to do, because it's okay if you land a dream job and then 10 years later, it makes you unhappy. That's normal because you change, you grow and evolve. So that's a really long answer to why I think <laughs> this is so important. Um, I think we, the, the more that we invest in our careers, the more likely they are to give us happiness. But, um, you know, if you just, if you view it as something just static and you don't invest in it, no wonder it, you, you start to hate it after a while. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, I think you've definitely hit on something because especially, I mean, we hear a lot right now about millennials, right? And, uh, you know, Gen Ys. And I think I'm not, I forget what the statistics are, but basically, you know, this generation coming out of college, they see their first job as merely a transition. If they're there a year later, like it wasn't the plan, right? And their their five-year plan, 10-year plan is around pivoting, right? So they're geared for it, but some of us are not, right? There, there are other people who are very uncomfortable with making changes, even thinking about career transition, you know, makes them tense because I think, you know, I can definitely see it in myself back in my career. Like I had that Disney dream of like, once I found that job, it was going to be it, you know, and I would just grow within that job in within that industry and just climb the ladder. But what is the number one thing that holds people back from making a career change? Because I did it, you did it. But what's that thing that, that most people are experiencing? Well, the thing that happens is you wake up January 2nd and you decide you're going to get a new career because you dread going back to work and you're full of motivation. And then all of a sudden, what we call reality sets in, right? And you start to worry about how am I going to pay the bills if I change jobs? What if no one wants me? What if I try something new and I fail? What if I try something new and I hate it as much as I hate what I have now? Um, what if I make a mistake? And so if you boil that all down, it's fear. Fear is the one thing that holds people back from making a change. Fear is what drives us to stay in a job that we don't really like or that we're no longer, um, that's no longer satisfying or that is holding us back or that is actively making us miserable because we're so afraid of the unknown. We're afraid of being able to pay the rent. We're afraid that we'll look stupid or like a failure. Um, we're afraid of losing what we have. And it's a pretty normal feeling because unlike most things, your job is directly tied to your survival, right? If you don't make money, you don't pay the bills, you don't pay the rent, you don't, you don't eat. And so it's a really big deal to contemplate any kind of career transition because it's messing with your survival. So the fear is a biological response to all of that. We all have it. 
Um, but the problem is most of us let it keep us, keep us stuck and keep us, you know, we just talk ourselves out of any kind of career transition. We're so great at talking ourselves (laughs) out of things and so bad at following what we really want to do because it's also, it's easier to stay stuck sometimes than make a change. And that, you know, when you've got that, that fear just weighing you down, it's just, it's the status quo is easy to maintain. And that's why most people, no matter how gung ho they are on January 2nd, by, you know, the end of January, they're already, they're already kind of not making any progress. So it's tough. Mm -hmm. Fear is tough. Yeah. You know, it, it makes me think of the saying, the devil, you know, is better than the devil you don't know. Like how many people are, they know they're miserable in their job, but the the ready excuses come to mind, right? And and I don't say excuses disparagingly, right? Because there's this, the underlying fear is there, but we come up with like logical reasons for why we have to say, because not many of us would say, I'm just afraid, right? And so the common ones I often hear is, um, my family is dependent on the health insurance that my job brings in, or I'm, I'm the breadwinner in my family, so I can't change careers. How do you help people to overcome these fears? That is a great question, and it's a big one, and I'm not going to pretend that I can just wave a wand and make them go away because I can't. <laughs> I only wish that I was that magical, but there are some things that you can do to really overcome your fear that prevents you from making this career transition. The first is uh, not something you'd expect me to say, but it's to get a community, to not be alone. So a lot of times when we get afraid about making a career transition or afraid about anything, we withdraw, right? We don't talk about it. We worry about being a burden. We don't want to, we don't want to give, even give voice to those fears because they can be so paralyzing sometimes. So we withdraw and we shut down and we turn away from people instead of reaching out. And what I've found in my work as a career coach over the years is one of the most powerful things that I give to my clients is a sense of community. When I connect them with others, the ability to say, wow, I didn't know other people felt so alone. I didn't know other people felt so afraid. And the ability to just talk about it releases some of those fears. More than that, though, a community can inspire you. So you can see people who you have men- not only mental support of like, I'm afraid, what do I do? And have to have someone be like, don't worry, it's normal. Like, here's what we'll do about it. But also you can get inspired by seeing people around you succeed. If you have this idea of maybe I want to quit my job and start a business, or maybe I want to quit my job and you know try out this new industry that I've been dreaming about, Or maybe I don't want to quit my job, but I really want to get a new job and with more opportunity in it. And, um, you know, seeing other people who are already successful, who are doing it, who are along the path is so motivating and inspiring because it shows your fears what's really true. If you see someone who's done it, then you know it's possible and you can't tell yourself that it's not, right? And that helps, helps to overcome the fear so much. And the brilliant thing about getting a community that I love is uh, that you, it's a lazy, it's a lazy way to get over your fears because when you're surrounded by other people, you don't have to do as much of the work on your own. And then the second thing, so the first thing to overcome your fear, get a community. Second thing is to get expert support and get a plan. So the reason why I say this is if you could figure out what your dream job is, or if you could figure out what your exact next step should be, you probably would have done it by now. There are people out there who can do that, but the vast majority of us, we were never trained to figure out what it is that we want to do, what, you know, what kind of work that would really make us happy. We were never given the skill set to figure out what, the, what our passions are. 
So it's normal if you're struggling with this, you know, you, you ha- the same way you go to a doctor or you go to a therapist or you go to a physical fitness trainer, um, you know, get, get some expert support, get a book, join a program, get a career coach, do something to help you put together the plan because you shouldn't expect yourself to suddenly be the expert in passion if you've never studied it or researched it or spent time in that area. Um, and the second part of getting expert support, I said, is to get a plan. And uh, I think this is really important. I don't know about you, Jody, but for me, I often only have one level of motivation. Like I can either get a plan together or I can execute a plan that someone else has given me, but I can very rarely put together a plan and then execute it. It's like too much, right? <laughs> and that's pretty normal, I find, for many people. It's not just me. Uh, so, you know, it, it helps to get expert support to help you put together your plan for career transition so that you can just execute on it, that you're not trying to figure out how to build a ship and sail a ship at the same time, right? That's too much. It's too much. You're not expected to be an expert in those areas. Um, so if you can get a community, get expert support and get a plan, you're going to be so much more likely to succeed. And if I can make a small pitch right now, is that all right? Because I have a, <laughs> I have a free program for people who need this kind of help. Um, for people who are struggling with fear and they want to find their dream job this year, it's called um, New Year, New F- um, New Year, New Career, No Fear, and it's part of my Career Happiness Revolution program where I help you get over your fears for free for a week. So you know, I'm going to give you a community that's going to number in the thousands. You know, you're welcome to join and bring a friend. And every day, I'm going to give you a little bit of free career coaching to help you get over your fears and to help you put together a plan to make a career transition. Um, and so that's happening really soon. And you're welcome to sign up at the careerhappinessrevolution.com. And I'm sure, Jody, you'll put the direct link in the show notes so people can just mm-hmm. click on that. Perfect. Yes. And I know from my own experience, because I'm, you know, mostly coaching women around developing their leadership skills, career transition also comes up around the same time, because once they, they are learning those skills of speaking up and asserting and advocating for themselves, what they find is they want something different right in a different territory. So some of my clients have done your free programs, and they love the community, they love the support, and they love the webinars that you do, Christy, because they're really fun. So I'll definitely have that in the show notes, too. And I know, Christy, um, if we could take a moment and kind of talk about your own story. Now, you originally told your story in episode 20, which released back in May of 2015, which was really great. But what what have you found is, is your passion, you know, that drives your career? You know, what drives me is to help other people find their career happiness. Um, you know, I'm driven by this idea that the majority of us are dissatisfied and disengaged in work at work. And if what would be different in the world, if we liked what we do, if most of us went to work pretty happy, and we were satisfied, and we were energized, and we were excited when we wake up in the morning, I think the world would be a different place. I think people would be happier. I think some of the problems that we all experience day to day that are, you know, big society problems would be lesser because we would feel like we're doing something with a sense of purpose. We'd feel a sense of worth, a sense of confidence, a sense of peace. Um, and I, and it, there, I mean, there's nothing more satisfying than, than doing work that you love. So if I can help, you know, one person, two people, I hopefully maybe a million people find work that they love. Like I can think of nothing better to do with my time. Mm-hmm. And you and you named your business the Revolutionary Club, and I know you talk a lot about career happiness revolution. What is that all about? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great question. So, at its core, um, 
one of the definitions of revolutionary is to return to your foundation, um, to return to your core. And so part of the reason I named it the Revolutionary Club is because I think when you find your passion, it's really, you're just reconnecting with what, who you really are, the, the piece of you that you forgot that we kind of cover up because we're so worried about what we should do and what a safe job is and what our parents told us to do. Um, so it's really kind of about getting back to what matters to you and who you are and using that to um, find work that you love. Um, and also the other flip side to that is, you know, when you, when you step off the beaten path, when you stop following everyone else and, you know, doing the safe job and going to school because that's what people told you to do and keeping your head down and not asking for more, it's a little bit of a revolution to do that. It's different. It's scary. And I think when you do a career transition, even a job transition, actually, it can feel like you're really shaking up your life. It could feel like you're creating a little bit of a revolution for yourself, and you are, because it's a, even just changing jobs can be a big deal, um, but changing careers, so much more so. Um, so, you know, the Revolutionary Club is about both aspects of that, about uncovering who you are and about, you know, changing your life in a way that's really seismic, but so worthwhile, so powerful. And it's, I called it a club because I want it to be a space because there's, you know, I want it to be a space where people can talk honestly about their careers. Um, and I wanted to build a community of people who could support each other in this because it is hard and it's something we don't talk about that we're not encouraged to talk about. And I think if we can change the conversation around work, we can change lives. So that's, that's sort of the, the mission behind and the secret behind the Revolutionary Club and why it's called what it is. <laughs> the top secret mission. I love it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And Christy, if you don't mind my asking, what are some of the benefits that people get from your free programs, right? Is this is this worthwhile for people to sign up for and participate in? Oh my gosh, I love that question. Um, I mean, I would say absolutely yes. We had over 4,000 people do this New Year, New Career, No Fear Challenge last year. I only wow. do it, yeah, I only do it once a year um, because, you know, we only, we only kick off the New Year once a year. Um, and so it was amazing. It was amazing to see, you know, I had people telling me they found their passion. I had people telling me they finally got to ask their boss for a raise. I had people, you know, telling me that they had never felt, um, more connected or supported in their careers before. Um, so I think it's, you know, I think it's really, really valuable and pay hey, the price is right because it's free. So why wouldn't you sign up and participate for seven days? Right. I mean, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I personally think there's no better time to be thinking about your career because the economy is finally in better shape. We're finally starting to see more jobs at higher levels than ever before. Um, you know, the way companies are structuring work is changing. So there's a lot more freedom and there's a lot more emphasis on people who are agile and skilled and um, open to ideas and creative. Um, and companies want people like that because they add so much value. So it's, you know, it's a really great time to start to think about the work that's going to make you feel that way. Because when you do that work, you tend to make more money. Um, not only do you make more money, you tend to be happier. So, you know, I mean, it's yay. It's everyone wins. Um, so I think, I, I think spending the time now is, is crucial um, to your long-term career happiness. And this program is absolutely one way to do that. And I would I would just, you know, it, I, I make it free because I want so many people to do it because I think it's so important. So I just want to, you know, I, I want to invite everyone listening to join us because this could be, you know, the start of something amazing in your life because this, you've probably decided you want a new job and this is the absolute number one first step to getting there. Mm, and, you know, I just thought that 
as you were saying all of that, like that's another great reason to be in community is to find out how other people are structuring their jobs, right? And how they went about creating that for them. Like you just said, there's a lot more flexibility, but oftentimes people have to advocate for that or ask for it. Um, And I know in your communities, I've seen people share stories of how they approached their boss and pitched it. Yeah. You know, and that's really great to to get that information from a a wide variety of people in in different industries who are doing these things for themselves. Yeah, we have, um, with the free challenge, we have this amazing Facebook group. And, you know, we had 4,000, over 4,000 people do the challenge and like 1,500 of women are decided to participate in the Facebook group and they were able to network with each other and to learn from each other because we had, you know, we have people at every level doing every job imaginable, you know, and it's just so cool to see people able to connect and learn and support and trade information and even get jobs, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's, it's a wonderful community out there and yeah, I can't. I can't emphasize how important community is. And I mean, I talked about it already at length, so I'm not going to review that. But, you know, if you need a queer community, like, you know, this is one amazing place to start. Mm, Very cool. And I have to ask you, what is one of your favorite success stories for someone who's been in your program or who you've coached um, in their career? Oh, my gosh. There are so many. Um, I just got an email actually three days ago. Uh, from someone who told me um, she just got a full scholarship to an executive MBA program and she got um, doing what doing the work that she was afraid to do before she was afraid to apply and she never imagined she'd get a scholarship Um, and um, she got a new role in her company while she pursues this MBA she got her company's full support which she never imagined before and so she told me and she's doing um, she's doing engineering for um, what is it? Environmental engineering. And she's just said she never would have had the confidence or the belief in herself to even attempt to do that, um, much less make it happen. Um, and then I had, I, I just found out too, two weeks ago, another one of my clients, he has, has always had a dream of starting his own business. And he and I, we worked, to, he worked in one of my programs and got, um, not only did he change jobs and get a significant raise while he was working on his business, he just landed his first client who's going to pay him for a year's worth of work ahead of time. So he's going to make more in his own business and he's lined up over a year's worth of work than he's making now and he already got a huge raise. And so he's finally going to have this dream. And he, he was just said, I mean, I never, I never thought I could do it. I never even assumed I would ever be able to start a business and he's about to do it. So I just, I mean, those are just two. I've had people you know, go from um, HR to teaching and and people go from um, physical therapy to becoming, you know, professional dancers. I mean, we've just had some amazing career transitions and shifts. I, I, it's kind of endless, but those are two that come to mind because they both reached out to me recently to give me an update. And I'm so proud of them. Wow. And to go back to the environmental engineer, what did she have to do differently that brought about all of those results? <laughs> um, you know, that's a really great question. And I should go back and talk to her about uh, what she specifically took from my programs. But some of the things she mentioned were she, um, one of the things that she just didn't, she didn't believe it was possible. She didn't believe that she could do it. And so part of my, a lot of my programs, we start with figuring out where, you know, what, what it is possible for you and letting go of some of the, the ideas that you have that, you know, keep you kind of doing what everyone else is doing. And we start to uncover what you really want to do. So she changed her thinking and that was the first step. 
And then I gave her a lot of tools and, and skills to help her talk to her boss, to help her navigate her company and corporation so that she could have some of these conversations in a way that was going to get a company support to do these things. Um, and we also talked about how to, how to, you know, when she kind of focused in on what she wanted to do in doing this program, we talked about how to nail the interview. We talked about all sorts of stuff to make sure that she was set up for success to, to get the scholarship. And she did. Did that answer your question? I feel like I got so excited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's really great. I think sometimes we're just, you know, when we hear stories like that, you know, we, I think where people tend to go is like, well, they did it, but I couldn't. Yeah. Right. That's, that's not me. That's not my job. But if we break down, what are the, some of the small steps? Cause really you and I both know that in the background behind the scenes, there's just a bunch of small steps that took place that allowed for these radical changes, but they weren't over the top or crazy, right? you know, or that miraculous. They were just putting some simple things into place or doing things just a little bit differently. Or like you said, just believing in yourself or allowing us to believe in you enough that you'll take the action. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's not rocket science. It's just, it's, it's actually pretty simple. It's just not always easy. And that I think is what trips people up. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, the process is, it starts with dealing with all the stuff that currently is holding you back. And then you start to figure out what it is that you really want to do. And then once you do that, you try it on, you experiment, you play with things, uh, you talk to people, you learn more. And then you, based on what you learn, you're able to start to take action into pursuing the career that you actually want. Um, so it's pretty simple, but yeah, it takes, it takes a lot of, it takes effort and, and it's scary. And that's why I say to people, you know, you got to start with getting over your fear first, because otherwise you'll never make the progress that you want. Mm, Very cool. All right, Christy, give us some parting thoughts and then let us know the best way to connect with you and to get in this, this free program you have going on. Oh, awesome. Okay. So I feel like I should say something immensely wise, (laughs) you know, Yoda life, right? Um, but the truth is, I just like the parting thought is this, um, you know, I've been really lucky in my life and in my career. Um, you know, Forbes picked me as a top 100 website uh, for careers. You know, my work has reached over a million people. Uh, I've had hundreds of people in my programs and I've been able to to have a lot of success and just live the life that I want. I left DC, I moved to San Francisco. I, you know, I just bought my dream house and and it's it's really exciting. And that's not to humble brag in any way. It's just to say that I'm actually not that special. <laughs> you know, as much as I'd like to think of myself as like this awesomely great person, I'm not, I'm pretty average. And I also, honestly, I'm pretty lazy too. And so I just want to say to everyone listening, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. And you don't have to be special. There's nothing that separates you from Oprah or anything else, except that those people took action. You know, they got the help that they needed. They got the community and they took action. So you know, for anyone who's thinking this is the year for me to make a career transition, I just want to applaud you. I know it's hard and it's scary, but I think you're amazing for doing it and you absolutely can. So that's the message that I want to give. And for anyone who um, wants to join in my free program, and I seriously hope that you do, we only do this once a year, you can go to the careerhappinessrevolution.com and sign up for the free seven-day new year uh, new career, no fear challenge. And I'll be your career coach for a week for free. And so you can get some awesome support ideas and tools to really make change. And I hope you do. And that's again, career, careerhappinessrevolution.com. And of course, 
if you want to find out about me or learn more about any of the stuff that I do or just get a bunch of free career resources, feel free to grab them over at therevolutionaryclub.com. Perfect, Christy. And for those listening, you can find all the links and resources at womentakingthelead.com or you can use the short link, which is womentl.com. And you can put Christy's name in the search tab, which is C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. And her both of her show notes page will pop right up. You can, you can listen to her episode 20, as well as get all the resources for this episode. And Christy, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to to inspire and enlighten us. We are all better for having met you, my friend. <laughs> Aw, Jody, you're awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas, you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.